The message you're about to listen to is by Reverend Dr. Femi Olaleye of Oikea Christian Center. Remain blessed as you listen. I said, praise the Lord. So, um, we have been on what, what have we been looking at? The topic, our title is what? Breakthrough. Everyone say breakthrough? Breakthrough. Hmm. Very interesting. But I'm just going to just pick up for a while because of time. To fully express God's glory within your life, you must live a commanded life. A commanded life. A commanded life. Look at John chapter 5 verse 19. Just wrapping up my notes from last week, then I'll enter my notes for this week. A commanded life. A commanded life is one that is yielded to the instructions of God. Where God can, you know, physically do through you what he wants done. A commanded life. Look at John chapter 5, verse 19. Look at what Jesus says. How Jesus explains how he lives. He said, Then answered Jesus and said unto them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, The Son can do nothing of himself. But what he what? He seeth the Father do. For what things soever he doeth, these also doeth the Son likewise. So that means Jesus is saying, every single thing you see me do, I don't do of my own self. It is what I see my father do that I do. So that's why you can find that Jesus is the physical animation of the father's will. Because what the father does, what he sees the father do in the spirit, Jesus carries out in the physical. So to fully manifest the glory of God, you have to live a commanded life. Now, like we said last week, we said man is a spirit that has a soul and lives in a body. Is that what we said? All right, turn to First Thessalonians chapter 5, our theme scripture, numbers 22 to 23. Man is a spirit that has a soul and he lives in a body. Okay? He's a spirit that has a soul and lives in a body. First Thessalonians chapter 5, 22. Are we there? Now, look what this is. It says, abstain from all appearance of evil. Next verse, everybody read. It says what? And the very God of peace sanctify you what? Holy. And I pray God your whole spirit and soul and body be preserved what? Blameless unto the coming of our Lord Jesus. So, man is a spirit and has a soul and is no body. When you got born again, your spirit man was born again. Your body was made the temple of the living God. Your body was made holy when you got born again. Remember what we've described holiness has. What is holiness? Holiness means to be set apart from a profane use to what? To God's purpose. The moment the Spirit of God came into your life, the moment you got born again, your body was set apart from a profane use, from a sinful use for God's purpose and God's use alone. Glory to God. But that does not mean that your body would not want to do something that is different. Even our Lord Jesus, his body wanted to do something that is different. Glory to God. Wanted to do something that is different. If you look at Matthew chapter 26, verse 38. In Matthew 26, 38, we have the picture of Jesus Christ and the garden of Gethsemane. In that garden... He had seen what the father wanted him to do. The father wanted him to die on the cross. The father wanted him to offer up atonement for the sins of mankind on the cross. That's what the father wanted him to do. 
hallelujah that was the plan that was the picture but jesus goes to the garden to pray look at matthew 26 and verse 38 quickly he goes there to pray to ask if it were possible for the cup to pass from him amen he says then he said unto them my soul is exceeding sorrowful even unto death he now says study ye we are here and what watch with me next verse everybody read one to go he says louder and he what went a little further and did what fell on his face and what prayed saying what oh my father if it be what possible let this cup pass from me nevertheless not as i will but what can you see that that is a commanded life so he was saying i don't want to do this my flesh doesn't want to do this but i'm going to do what you want me to do praise the lord i'm going to do what you want me to do so the christian life is a commanded life a yielded life and whenever you find yourself in a scenario where you don't seem to want to do what you have seen god wants you to do what you need to do is to get yourself back in alignment through the aura in the place of prayer so what prayer does is that prayer helps you properly align to god's plans and purposes prayer is a tool of divine alignment prayer is a tool of divine alignment prayer you see jesus goes to gethsemane and the bible makes us understand that he prayed three times he prayed at least an hour each time what was he doing aligning his will to god's will getting the strength making the strength available to do god's will many times we find ourselves as christians in a scenario where we are constantly doing the things that are not in accordance with god's will you know what the will is of will of lord is but you find yourself going in opposition to it what you need to do is to get to a place where you are properly aligned jesus many times would separate himself to pray separate himself to pray hallelujah such that because you see you cannot live the christian life through human strength you need the divine ability of god that is inside of you to be able to properly manifest the christian life glory to god the bible said it's not by power not by might, but what by my spirit said what the lord of hosts so if you are trying to do things in your strength you will fail if you are trying to walk the christian life in your ability you will fail glory to god but if you are able to learn how to lean on god's ability within you through prayer you will succeed praise god say this with me i live a commanded life i live a yielded life i live a prayerful life say this again with me i live a commanded life i live a yielded life i yield a prayerful life now let us now get into what we want to look at for today all right all right breakthrough via the renewing of the mind romans chapter number 12 and verse 1 breakthrough via the renewing of the mind romans 12 and 1 it says everybody can we read what does it say can we read like a mass fire one to go it says what i beseech you therefore brethren by the mercies of god that you what present your bodies a living sacrifice holy 
unto God, which is your what? Reasonable service. Next verse. Now, notice the first thing he says is, I beseech you therefore that you present your what? Present your what? Your bodies. Your bodies. A living sacrifice. Holy, acceptable unto God. He's not saying God should make your body a living sacrifice. No. He said you should present your body a living sacrifice. Which means your body is a living sacrifice. Your body is holy and acceptable unto God. He's saying present it as it is. So you have to come to an acknowledgement of, all right, what God calls your body. Your God calls your body a what? A living sacrifice. A living sacrifice. Holy, acceptable unto God. Now, why did he call it a living sacrifice? In the Old Testament, the sacrifice was usually offered as a burnt offering. And when it was offered as a burnt offering, when they burnt it, the sweet savour of that sacrifice ascended from the, uh, what do you call it? From the animal, which was the sacrifice, and unto God. So that sweet smelling savour, okay, all right, was what was the propitiation to be. God perceived it and was like, hmm, your sins are forgiven. Now, you are not an animal that will be killed. Jesus was killed in your place. But he is now saying, your body present it as a living sacrifice, as a, uh, uh, a place where, amen, everything that occurs in, within the ambits of your body glorifies God. Glory to God. Every single thing glorifies God in your body. He said, present it a living sacrifice, praise God, only and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable words, service that what service there is worship through worship is not singing anybody can sing a song there is an aspect of worship that is manifested via songs but through worship is not singing through worship is in your conduct worship of god is in ensuring that in your body every single thing that goes on there is for the glory of god and does not bring shame to the gospel that is worship go back to romans 12 and verse 1 and put it there <laughs> hallelujah he said i beseech you therefore brethren by the mercies of god present your bodies a living sacrifice holy acceptable unto god holy acceptable unto god which is your reasonable worship so that means no service of god can even begin without romans 12 1. no service of god can begin with it without this a lot of believers want to sing worship songs without living a life of worship they want to sing worship song the fact that you are singing worship song does not mean you are worshiping god it may just be that you like singing. Glory to God. I mean, if you know what I'm talking about. There are some people you like their song because you like their style. For example, me, I like his song. I like rock. Amen? So if you is loud, look good you like. Don't in last army. You understand? It doesn't mean you just like the music. Glory to God. It's the music you like you like the way the music flows but that is not worship worship stems from who you are in christ and what you do in your body now how do we ensure that we live lives that worship um you know that uh, we, uh, we never worship to god it tells us in verse 2 now look at verse 2 everybody i want you to read with me because this is where we are going i'm going to show you how you can re-engineer your mind in today's service he says, and be not what? Conform to this world, but be what? 
church talk to me now let's make it participatory be what by what the renewing of your mind that he may what prove what is that good and acceptable and what perfect will of god now notice so that means transformation will occur by renewing your mind without renewing your mind there can be no transformation so that tells you very importantly that the key to transformation in your body is in your mind it's not in your spirit because your spirit man is already born again first Peter chapter 1 verse 23 tells us that you are born again of the word of God that liveth and abideth forever amen so there is no corruption in your spirit there is no desire to sin in your spirit there is no desire for anything that is not holy in your spirit there is no such desire glory to God glory to God there is no such desire in your spirit your spirit man has been cleansed first Corinthians 6 11 you have been cleansed in your spirit man amen cleansed in your spirit man your spirit man is a new creation all things are passed away behold all things are what become new that's the real you hallelujah however your mind was not saved your soul has not been saved the bible says in james chapter 1 22 says ye receive ye the engrafted word of god which is able to what save your souls so that means your souls has not been saved and it is by receiving the engrafted word that salvation can come to your soul now it is not salvation as in salvation from the judgment to come is salvation all right that is already in your spirit by feeding on the word of god your soul is able to come into the fellowship of the salvation your spirit already has hallelujah are you with me so far so say this with me the key to transformation louder the key to transformation is the renewal of my mind again the key to transformation is the renewal of my mind yes change the way you think now listen There's an aspect of you that is biological. Okay? Now look at this. Man is a spirit. This is a good practical sermon. Man is a spirit. So that means, if a man is a spirit, it means he can contact the spiritual world. Is that correct? If man is a soul, it means he can contact the soulish world. Is that correct? Is that correct? Now, if his man is a body, it means he can contact the what? The physical world. So with your body, you contact the what? The physical world. With your soul, you contact what the soulish world. So, for example, if someone says, You are crazy, you say, Huh? I am crazy? What do you mean I'm crazy? You are mad. Now, what has happened? Someone said something that affects you, affected you where? In your soul. Is that correct? So, you know, that's why you say, well, How are you talk to me that way? How would you think it will make me feel? So, that part of you that feel, you contact it through your soul because your soul is the seat of feelings and emotion your soul is the seat of your will the soul is the will of your emotion your soul is the seat of reasoning logic that's where your soul is that's what your soul does hallelujah all right your soul is the seat of your will that should i do it should i not do it so somebody comes to you you people are dating you who said no sex before marriage then you and your you are with your boyfriend and your boyfriend is saying ah baby how grace doing me all right ah, if i don't get it from you where will i get it from are you following now notice this is what's going on 
your will was no okay that will is in your soul so your, your will is no in your soul but uh, the person is talking about ah uh, um, if i don't get it from you where would i get it from should i go outside you know you understand then you say no we agreed then you now begin to say some other things now trying to manipulate you to shift your will from no to where yes so that is possible because your soul is fluid your soul your soul can be swayed amen because it's the seal of teeth of your will the bible knew that says be not uh he said uh he said uh evil communication corrupt what good manners there's a reason why he says that because the more evil the communication is it will lead to corruption of your will in your soul so the best way to protect your soul is to keep your soul from what evil influences are you are you are you with me to keep your soul from evil influences because the more your soul is surrounded by evil influences the more it will influence your will in an evil way hallelujah 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 so we said man is a spirit that has a soul and lives in the body with your spirit you contact the spiritual world your soul you relate with the soulish world and with your body you contact the physical world now look at genesis chapter 2 verse 7 you know how the spirit came to be your spirit is come um, uh, came to be by what the gospel when you received the gospel you were born again is that correct you were regenerated now how was your soul formed you all right your soul all right look at genesis 2 7 turn in there real quickly Genesis 2 7. It says, And the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the bread of life, and man became a living soul. So your soul came to be after the union of the body with the spirit. Are you seeing that? So the soul began when the body united with the spirit. Amen. So your soul is like the hard drive or like a. Um, no, will I say hard drive now? I, I think that's where, where we store the information. Is that not where, where we store the information in the system? All right. But it's like a repertoire of man's desires, experiences. All the experiences you have had, it is stored in your soul. The memories, it's in your soul. Hallelujah. Your mind is in your soul. So, your mind or your soul or the mind is a component of your soul is divided into two parts. There's a conscious mind and the what? The subconscious mind. Praise God. So, you have the conscious mind, then you have the subconscious mind. The conscious mind is, you know, the, 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 when you're talking about your mind that you're aware of. For example, I am aware of the lights. I'm aware of you by virtue of my conscious mind. Praise God. Habits are not formed or are not regulated from the conscious mind. No. You, your conscious mind is what you use to relate with the physical world. It is like, all right, what you are able to, your body uses to sound. So your, your, you know, the information comes through your eyes, then it enters your conscious mind, then you interpret what it is that you're seeing. But you see, habits are regulated from deep down. It's not at the conscious mind level. It's at the subconscious level. Praise God. So when the Bible says, all right, be it transformed by the renewing of your mind. Hallelujah. He's talking about the renewing of your what? Of your subconscious mind. A reprogramming of the information in the depths of your soul. 
Are you with me so far? That is what transforms your life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So the question is, how do you do it? Because many times in Christianity, we have a lot of teachings on what, 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 what. What? You guys says, okay, I've heard all of this. How do I do this thing? The, you know, there's a story, there's this guy, um, this guy had a loss problem. Born again, speaking in tongues, but had a loss problem. This guy masturbated to the point that he's, he had issues in his physical body. And he couldn't stop. He couldn't stop. He wanted to stop, but he couldn't stop. So you have many believers that want to, but they don't know how to. And how to is the key manifestation. Are you with me? How to? You have a lady, ah, eh, she's, you say, ah, have, you, have you ever met people that say, why is it that this person always goes to date bad people? You understand? People that are not good for them. And you are trying to say, but they cannot just get out of it. And you say, it's their fault. We want to describe them, brand them, but branding them does not solve anything. Glory to God. So, how do you renew? How do you experience a breakthrough where your spirit man that is born again gains control? He gains control and has a firm grip of your soul and your body. Hallelujah. Now, write this down. The spirit of man grows by revelation. 1 Peter 2 verse 2. As newborn babes desire the sincere make of the world that he may grow thereby. Right? But the soul grows by information. Revelation in your soul is not possible without information first. Information comes into your soul but when your soul meditates on information, revelation comes out of it. Are you seeing that? All right? Revelation comes out of it. So the first thing you have to feed your soul is information. Information. Now, when we say the spirit or the inner man, the inner man does not grow physically. So when we're talking about growth, stop thinking about growth in terms of uh, phenotype, talking about physicality, no. When it comes to the spirit, the spirit grows by revelation. So that means the more you know, the more you're growing spiritually in your spirit, in your inner man. Hallelujah. But now your soul, the food of your soul is information. So wherever and what in whatever you want your soul to have ascendancy where you want your soul to have strength that's what you feed it with if you feed your soul lost it will grow in lust if you feed your soul faith it will grow in faith if you feed your soul fear it will go, go, go grow in fear your soul is amoral it's what it absorbs what you feed it Hallelujah. It absorbs what? What you feed it. Just as you feed your body, you must feed your soul. 
How many of you, your body eats whatever, you know, you know, how many of you eat, you just find yourself eating certain things without your permission? How many of you have that? How many of you do that? How many of you do that? You're just sitting down and you're, <gasps> the food just comes and it flew into your mouth. Is that, is that what happened? The Amala just rose up and said, I am entering your mouth right now. Is that what happened? No. Praise the Lord. I had a friend when we were in school together. She was a bit plump. Nothing wrong with being plump. All right. But she wanted to lose weight. So she got herself on a diet. Then she started eating this thing out, you know, and she was, you know, knew some people that whenever they are doing something, they will let everybody, you know, knows about it, Instagram and all that. They'll photograph their food and all. You understand? And she started on this diet. I mean, it didn't have vegetables, it didn't have any serious food inside, according to my, you know, my delight in life. But, but it had all this, you know, stuff inside. And she was eating it. Do you know something? The next time I saw her, after six months to a year, I thought she had cancer. She had lost weight. Which means, your food or your diet determines your shape. Glory to God. Glory to God. So that means just as you determine what your food, your body eats, you must also determine what your mind eats. The kind of information that enters your soul will determine, listen, the type of information that comes into your soul will either deform it or inform it. It will either deform it or transform it. You are either being deformed or being transformed based on the information you expose your soul to. You must understand it. You are either being deformed or informed based on the information you expose your soul to. So your soul grows by information. Information. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. I said hallelujah. So, so that is why you have to mind what your mind is on. You have to mind it. What your mind is on. Because what you continually feed your mind with will eventually show up in your life. What you continually feed your mind with will eventually show up in your life. You cannot be passive about what you feed your mind with. You have to be intentional about what you feed your mind with, about what you expose your mind to. Passive con con consumption, all right? Social media is passive consumption. Everything is just flying around, flying around. You understand? Everybody's just throwing garbage at you. Amen. One of my worst social media platforms is Instagram. Do you know why, why, why I do not like Instagram? Because Instagram is a platform where you can express vanity to the fullest. You understand? Not much information is on Instagram that will change your brain. And You understand? Because you can't even click anything. You have to go to the bio. You understand what I'm talking about? It's for maximum depravity. Do not be a passive consumer of information with your soul. Be intentional. Identify where your soul should feed from. Listen to me. Any man that eats anywhere does not think he's going far. 
the vision you have of your future will determine and design where you eat. Praise God. And what you eat. Do you know when I stopped eating suya? I stopped eating suya when I began to ask myself certain questions. I said, this man that is cutting the meat, it is looking as though, does he wash his hands? Alright? Does he wash his hands when he's cutting the meat? I, I don't see any kind of hygiene. Where did he get the meat from? Is it not by faith we are eating this meat? Are you following what I'm saying? We just cut it. And he uses dirty hand and he's just cutting. Sometimes he will clean his nose and he's still cutting. I'm painting the picture for you to deliver you too. Hallelujah. I stopped buying fruits from some of those malams too. When I saw that they were they were not, you understand? When I see a malam that wears something like um, gloves and stuff like that, he's looking at her, I'll buy from that one. Because I'm going far. Someone should not use food poisoning to stop me on my route. Are you following what I'm saying? So because you have to be mindful of where you are going, you are careful what you put inside you. Are you paying attention? If you are truly after transformation, you will be careful of information that deforms you. Deform deformation happens in your soul. And it's via the wrong kind of information you expose your mind to. Viruses that destroys the software of your mind. That corrupts it and ensures you are cachectic. You cannot move. You cannot move. You are not a robot. You can't move. You want to do it. But you are like Lazarus when he came out of the grave. Still bound with what? With what? With prison clothes. God has set you free. But yet in your mind, you are feeding your mind with information that is deforming you and keeping you bound. Such that you are not experiencing the liberty that God has already given to you. God is saying to you, lose him, let him go. Renew your mind. Walk out of those prison clothes. And live in liberty. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. The soul is the heart, is a software. You put the software there. Alright? The software. So to change a man's conduct, to change his mind, transformation occurs via mind renewal. Is this message helping anybody? Mind renewal. Some of you, you have been, you have allowed passive deformation to program you for failure. You never expect anything good to happen to you or through you. You never expect it. You are in a constant state of expecting bad news, bad things, wrong things. You are in that constant state of expecting it. You need, to, you need new information. You need to reprogram your mind. So the key word in mind renewal is exposure and reprogramming. The key word is exposure and reprogramming. What did I say? Exposure and what? Everybody look at me. One of the reasons why the Lord told me something. Look at me. The Lord told me something. He said, he said son, 
He said, you need to do and pay attention to the instructions I give you concerning this church. He said, and I want to tell you why. I said, Lord, speak, I'm listening. He said, when you take giant leaps of faith and you don't drown, it is an example to the people in Oikea that giant leaps of faith are what? Possible without drowning. Which means, as you begin to do those, those things, it begins to inspire them too to do the same thing. Because certain limits are broken in your mind when you are exposed to certain things. Are you paying attention? The reason why you believe you can take down Goliath because your mind has been exposed to a David that took down his own. Glory to God. So let me even show you because I'm going to talk about modeling. Exposure to models. One of the keys to man renewal. How do you renew your mind? Number one. The word of God. What does the word give you? It gives you information. It paints pictures within you. Information and pictures. Hallelujah. Information and pictures. Because your mind functions by images. The word imagination is image generation. So when the Bible says casting down imagination, it's saying casting down images that have been generated but are wrong. Hallelujah. Your mind. That is why one of the most addictive form of information that holds the mind bound comes in images. Glory to God. It comes in what? Images. Because images, that's the language of the mind. Image. You never forget a picture that was distinct that you saw. Is that correct? You see a face, it's not likely for you to forget it images so what the word does is that it paints images towards you that's why the bible talks about in joshua chapter 1 verse 8 it says this book of Lord shall not what depart out of your mouth but in it thou shalt what meditate what does meditation do meditation makes the image strong on your mind hallelujah image so the word is number one tool of reprogramming you feed on the word. Don't joke with your word appointment. There are gates into your soul. Gateways into your soul. Remember, there is passive consumption and there is what? Active consumption. There is passive consumption and there is what? Active consumption. Say this, there is passive consumption and there is active consumption. Now, Consumption to uh, you know is through gateways. Your gateways are your eyes, your ears, your eyes, your ears, your eyes and your ears. All right, your eyes, your eyes and your ears. So that means with the word you must read it and you must what listen to it. Read it and listen to it. Create a word atmosphere in your dwelling place. Have a system of 
word assimilation. Passively and actively feed on the word. Have a system where you play tapes and work. You play music and work. If you're on social media, follow handles that give out the word. Unfollow the ones that put lewd stuff. Hallelujah. Look at James chapter 1 quickly, verse 21. I'll show you something quickly. I think I have some time before I can close. Is this happening to anybody? Hmm. There are different kinds of services. Alright? Everything is not by laying of hands. Transformation, primarily that will last, eh, is built on right teaching. Are you paying attention? Uh -huh. Good. So where does it say, James chapter 121. Everybody read 21. What does he say? He says what? Wherefore, lay apart what? All filthiness. So notice something. He says, wherefore lay apart all filthiness and superfluity of naughtiness and receive with meekness the engrafted one, which is able to what? So which one was first? Laying apart. If you want to plant on a farmland, and that farmland is covered with weeds. What do you do first? What do you do? Do you plant this, the, this in Amon? No. You what? You clear the thorns. So it says, wherefore lay apart all filthiness. Some of you, one of the first things you have to do is to do this laying apart. Lay apart the filthy association. Wherefore lay apart all filthiness. Lay it apart. You can't be having poor magazine around and say you are creating atmosphere of the world. Glory to God. You also cannot be having wrong relationships. Some of you need to move out of your parents' house. You are of age. Especially where the atmosphere that always speaks failure, failure. How many of you know what I'm talking about? You work here. Your senior brother is better than you. Your junior sister is better than you. Eh? You, you I'm more. The jam. The result come out. Oh, they pass. Limiting, limiting words. Paralyzing words. That cripples you. Makes you less. Makes you expect little. Cut off from such voices. Cut off from those voices. You don't need them in your life. Hallelujah. Cut off from it. Hallelujah. Anyone that is telling you can't succeed in Nigeria, cut off from such rubbish. No, you need information. You don't need deformation. Say aloud with me. I choose to be transformed. I refuse to be deformed. Louder. I choose to be transformed. I refuse to be deformed. Hallelujah. The next way to renew your mind is through models. Models. 
The man who wants to live sexually pure needs to have a model of people who are living sexually for pure before him. So he understands it's possible. The woman who is looking for a good godly marriage needs to have a model of a godly marriage before her. So she understands it's possible. Are you putting what I'm talking about? If you are around good Christians, you will be the, if you are around five good Christians, you will be the sixth one. If you are around three prayerful people, you will be the fourth prayerful person. Do not underestimate the power of models. Because what models does is that it instructs your mind, all right, to understand that the future the, the mind craves for is possible. What someone else has done is an indication to your mind that you can do it. Models. Is the reason why some of you ladies here, the moment you started seeing Pastor T teach, you also felt you could teach. Hallelujah. The moment you saw me healing, you also saw I can heal. Some pastors, the moment they saw other pastors starting branches and sustaining them, they too felt, ah, why not? Pastor, send me too. I can do it. It's called what? Models. Models. What you do not see modeled before you, you will begin to question whether you can do it. For many years, people questioned whether a man could run under 100 meters under 10 seconds. Many years. Can he be done? Can he be done? Can he be done? When they broke that record, all right, when the record was broken, it now showed that the barrier was not in the 100 meters. The barrier was in the mind. And the moment that barrier was broken in the mind, everybody now runs under 10. Except Nigerian runners. Then Usain Bolt came and ran 9.58. Praise God. Then, you know, was now running most times special programs or Olympics and all. He would be running 9.7. You now found out that other guys, Tyson Gay, were now running 9.72. They now started having what? Best times, second best time. What was happening? Because they saw a model of somebody that had broken it. They were like, I'm going to push myself to break it through. The power of models. Everyone say the power of models. Yes. You want to be a, and you want to do exploits in faith? Feed your mind with those who are doing exploits now. The word of God is full of several of them. You want to win souls? Fill your mind with those who are doing the exploits now. It's there. Philip went into a city of Samaria, took the whole city. You now say, I am one man. I am enough. Models. The models that are, whose influence are sustained in front of you become the picture of your future. That's the truth. This is a good place to tell you that your mind is a powerful tool that you will be a fool to waste. For the mind is a multiplier. 
it multiplies what you give it. Your mind. Your mind. Your mind. Your mind. Your mind makes you see what your eyes can't see. Your mind helps you to see what is there that other people cannot see that is there. Your mind is an instrument of sight. If it is well trained, a trained mind will put you over and above your meats. A trained mind. A trained mind. Especially an Holy Ghost trained mind. That is why one major place the devil attacks is your mind. There are many people sick in the world. But there are more people sick in their minds than in their bodies. The first place Satan attacks is the mind. The first place Satan corrupts is the mind. The first place Satan wants to influence is the mind. So you have a lot of people that are bound to drugs. Why? Because if he, if he can get them bound on drugs, he can mess up their minds. A mind that is under the influence will always produce corruption. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. All right. So look at Philippians chapter 3 17. I'm rounding up. I hope this is helping somebody. Philippians 3 17. Quickly on the screen. Models. 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 By the grace of God, you have me here. You can see how, okay, what, how God is doing my life. If God can do it in his life, he can do it in my own. Praise God. I walk a job and I'm doing ministry. Impact everywhere. So it means that walking should not stop you from doing ministry. You say, ah, I'm walking Monday to Friday. Eh, I can't do outreach on Saturday, but I'm doing it. Why can't you? I'm preaching three services every Sunday. It's pastor, it's because of, of money. Which money? Are you giving me any money? How much are you giving me? I'm one of the biggest givers in this church. And I've been so for many years. So what exactly am I getting? Did I call you to say you give me seed? No. Are you following what I'm saying? Models. I will say models. Models. Ah, pastor, I'm a doctor. Because I'm a doctor, I've not been able to serve God. What am I? What is my profession? Am I a mechanic? models a model is proof is possible a model is proof it's doable god raises models and places them in your vicinity as a witness against you that you did not do it because you didn't do it not because it was impossible or it was not possible. You didn't do it because you were not living as commanded. You lived as you wanted. That's why for every excuse, God has a but. For every excuse you want to give, God has a but. Ah, I was deceiving people and stealing money from people because I came from a home where all of us were poor, are poor. 
Eh. But this one too, they were poorer than you. She didn't steal. Brethren, be, ye fo be followers together of what? Of me. And mark them which walk us. And so as ye have us for an example. Hallelujah. I pray for everybody here today now in the name of the Lord Jesus. God will make godly examples out of you. Godly examples that the Holy Spirit will point believers to follow you. In Jesus' name. Godly examples in the career. Godly examples in ministry. Godly examples in your relationship. Godly examples in your marriages. Godly examples in every area of your life in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Ephesians 5 1. Write it down. 1 Thessalonians chapter 1, verse 6. Now, the third thing about exposure to your mind is mind you is sustained programming. It is not enough to feed the mind with information. It has to be sustained and repeated. Feed your mind information with success, about success. Feed your mind with information about victory. For example, I don't listen to any message that says that by some way I will be poor. I don't listen to it. Your exegesis is, 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 not, is useless. I don't listen to it. I don't. There's no poverty in my future. Uh, don't worry, if your mark can't see it, man, God will help you. There's no poverty in my future. Nothing. Nothing. That's why anything that talks about financial liberation, my mind is open to it. It's open to it. As I seem like this, may I have crypto? I'm a crypto trader. Oh, yeah. I'm just learning it, you know, enjoying it. Just put some millions here and don't watch. Okay, is he doing, you know? I cannot be poor in my life. I refuse to be poor. Look at me and pay attention to what I'm saying. Are you here? You are stuck, broke. There is no money in your pocket. Your problem, the solution to your problem is not begging. I, uh, I'm telling you this thing. Listen what I'm telling you. The solution is not begging. Get information. The moment you load your mind with the right mindset, it will program your feet where you should go. It will program your, your choices. You will just find yourself not interested in some stupid friends. Hallelujah. Your friend is a reflection of your programming. My, your best friend is the perfect reflection of your programming. There are some of you, your best friend translates to waste time. Time waster. Oh, there's one bitch. Bitch. You have gone. Then you are doing, oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. You are not sure on Instagram. Oh yeah, on Instagram stories. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, we have it for every week. Oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Wedding and co. Um, Ashebi, everything. So, your, this is your friend. It is Ashebi, useless things. The friend never tells you about one capacity development thing where they are learning, learning coding. Where they are learning adire making. So that you can be a manufacturer of SOLB. Your friend does not tell you about that one. The friend does not tell you about computer this. Crypto. Nothing. It is. Oh yeah yeah. Oh yeah yeah. Let's go to the beach. Let's see in the water. Let's see. Let's, 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 that's all. That's all your friend knows. Time waster. It's a reflection of your mindset. Praise the Lord. 
Have you seen sisters that were co-spiritually? They hook up with a good spiritual brother. And all of a sudden, it's like it's a different sister. Have you, have you, have you, have you know what I'm talking about? Amen. You know what I'm saying? Ah, sister Bimbo, you out with K. It's association. The brother goes on outreach. And she loves him. So she knows that outreach is... Uh, <laughs> it is compulsory. Are you following what I'm saying? Are you with me so far? <laughs> so you know that... Uh, amen. But if the, if, if, if the brother was where they are smoking shisha, and stuff like that, before I know it, you will be there. <laughs> it will delay you. And you are there like this, you are moving body. <laughs> Say, you want to try it? It's harmless, so nah, make you feel good. It will free you up, losing you. You will say no the first day. Holy Ghost is saying, run away. You say, run away. How far? No, you are there. First, before you know it, you will test it. Before you know it, you will not know what you are doing. <laughs> we, are, we, are talk, we are talking about Sister Moduka. Sister Moduka, we saw you on Instagram. What is happening here? Oh? Is association your mindset? Everybody say my mindset. We determine my choices. Hallelujah, Hallelujah. So sustained programming. So write this down. It is not enough to feed the mind with information. It has to be sustained and repeated. Joshua one eight. The environment must be saturated with the information wanted, and every contrary data deleted. Every contrary data, you will delete it. Lastly, Psalm 45, verse 1. Let us read this quickly. This thing I'm teaching you is everyday practice. You will do it every day. It's not emotional. If you are serious about transformation, then get serious with it. You will read the books. You will watch the videos. You will open this mind to learn. Hallelujah. You want to live, live a holy life? Open your mind to the word. Lay apart, receive the word. Lay apart, we receive. Everybody look at Psalm 45 verse 1. Can we read one to go? It says what? My heart is indicting a good matter. I speak of the things which I have made touching the king. My tongue is a what? Pain of a what? Ready writer. So your tongue is a pen. Alright. And as you speak what the word of God says about you, all right, what is written in the word concerning you, what you are doing is that you are writing the word as a program in your soul. And when you write that word as a program in your soul, your life will go in the direction. You just find out that your desires will now be word desires. Praise God. Word desires. Hallelujah. We need to break through Alright, your outer man needs to break through, or your inner man needs to break through and take and have the ascendancy over the outer man. Have you been blessed? Lift up your hands and bless the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. You have just listened to a message by Reverend Dr. Femi Olale of Oikea Christian Center. For other messages, visit our website at www.oikiacc.org. Remain blessed.